Hello and welcome to the Behind the Player podcast brought to you by Survival Challenge. I'm your host today, William Hermanot, and today I'm interviewing none other than Hannah from season six. How are you doing? Woohoo! None other than Hannah. Yeah, none other. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> See, I... I'm like maybe a little bit biased because like as far as like who I see is like like I don't want to say like legendary like players or make anyone seem elite. But like me and Hannah have had a long history of not just working together, but also playing orgs together. So this is a really fun time that we actually get to record this conversation. Um, And she's had quite the the streak of performances, uh, both from Survival Challenge into orgs. And so a lot of you listening may actually know her from her org games and not necessarily her first ever live game. Which Um, is so ironic because when I played Survival Challenge, I had no idea what this world was. And someone afterwards was like, you should play an online game. And I said, never, never will you find me playing any type of online game. And then the quarantine hits and then there I was like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's play some games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like we were literally in the same exact position and uh, like, yep, I'm only going to do live games. You know, like I'm not even mildly interested in online games. Um, one of the people that I played with, Travis, you know, he was telling me about some of the antics of his orgs. And I was like, that sounds ridiculous. Uh, I'm not at all interested. But then the pandemic hit. We all got really bored. Yep. Uh, and we're starved for survival content. <laughs> so we went off into the org world. Uh, and uh, it was yeah, blast. It's, it's I recommend it. I recommend it. It's worth, it's worth it. But, um, but yeah, so um, Hannah is really awesome because she has been one of those players who has gone from playing Survival Challenge to being a crucial part of our production. She is the editor of Season 7 and a crucial part of the video crew team that will be filming this upcoming season. Yes. So, you know, Peeker, like, you'll see her, like, peeking in and out, uh, like, on some of the, the videos here and there for both Season 7 Season 8, even though she's not playing. So, <laughs> maybe you could play a game where you take a shot every time you see Hannah on camera or something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, where did this all start? And how did you find out about Survival Challenge? Yeah. So where did it all start? So of course, grew up watching Survivor, kind of stopped watching in college, uh, jumped back in to watching during season 30 Worlds Apart, you know, one of the greatest seasons of all time, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so jumped in that um became just like a super fan you know i was like wait what is this game this is not what i remember as a child blah 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 i'm following adam klein on instagram and he posts about playing when he played in 2017 right and he posts right after he plays and i'm like wow that sounds really cool i would never do that so then a year later it has always been in the back of my mind about this game because Adam had said, if you've ever wanted to play you Survivor, the real game, like this is the game you need to come play. You know, I've, I've definitely applied for Survivor. And I had just like said, like, no, 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 I'm never going to do this. And um, Adam Klein posts on his Instagram again the week before applications are due. And he says, you should apply. 
And I put it off again. And then I just waited till the very last day. I'm at work. I'm a teacher. And, you know, when you just have that feeling like you're supposed to do something and you just like it's meant to be. So (laughs) I recorded my application at work, submitted it that day, the very last day. And um, yeah, I was like, it was just, you know, meant to be. (laughs) Now, it's going to be a while before we hit applications again. In fact, we're super close to uh, season eight, which is going to be happening in just over a month now, which Mm -hmm. is crazy to think. But when you get hyped, about this upcoming season and you're wondering when can I apply it's usually at the beginning of the next year so be on the lookout for that and don't like hey uh, like you you wouldn't believe the amount of people who get accepted from like sending in tapes from like the last day like there's a lot of people who just like yeah maybe I don't know and they keep thinking about it and think about it in the last day we get this spike in applications <laughs> always because like there's like basically two big spikes there's the big spike when we first open and there's a big spike right before we close and then there's random spikes in the middle um but like you'd be surprised how many people were like second guessing it you know Mm -hmm. and then whoop they're they're on the show and holy crap it was like a life-changing event for them so uh (laughs) (laughs) what was it like getting the acceptance letter after being like, ah, why not? Just throw throw it in there, you know. Nothing. I was happen. so shocked that I got on. I was so surprised um, that I got accepted. You know, no questions asked. Just boom, get an email that I'm in. Um, so I started trying to do some research about what I had signed up for. I didn't know anything besides Adam Klein's Instagram post. So, <laughs> so I started like looking up, you know, the Facebook page, trying to find videos. Um, I had found a couple podcasts. Like I really enjoy podcasts. So I had found a couple podcasts that I listened to and in these podcasts, people were talking about like, this was a life changing experience. I've made lifelong friendships. Oh my God. You know, all this stuff. And I was laughing so hard. I was making fun of them. I'm like, okay, chill. (laughs) It's one week of your life. You're not going to have a life changing experience. So I actually had this running joke with my roommate at the time. And and we would have like this countdown to when I was going to go play like, Two months till my life has changed forever. <laughs> two months, two months ago, one more month till I have lifelong friendships. And we were joking about it all the way up until that. And then, and then you know, spoiler alert, like it was a life changing experience. I did have lifelong friendships. So it's pretty funny how that ended up working out. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm just like so excited to like see people get the survival challenge experience and just like literally see them like have their eyes be opened by like what a crazy time it is we have a great combination of people who are very experienced with not only survivor but survivor games both online and person but uh, also people who hardly are familiar with the concept of survivor (laughs) at all and it goes across the board as far as uh, experience goes and there's so many people in like the or community that are just like, mm, I don't know. Like you talk about survival challenge a lot. Like, is it that good? I, 
it is. And uh, I can't wait for people to see, you know, it's it's weird having such an off season where there hasn't been content in a, in a while. But like as we're getting closer to season eight, I can't wait for the, some people's minds to change, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's speaking of that's why I'm recording this podcast. I played three years ago. And so why am I talking about my game from three years ago? And it's just because with the upcoming season, I wanted to like just get my story out there what i did right what i did wrong tips and tricks to future players who are doing their homework and also i wanted to just talk about my game as in like things i want to remember like if i ever go back and listen to this in 10 years like oh yeah remember when that happened so i definitely as i'm talking about my game i might go into like teacher mode where i'm like okay so <laughs> this is what you do if blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> well um with all your like joking around about a life changing experience, what did you actually do to prep for it? So, like I said, I was trying to look up things like I had somehow come across. I think I came across Ryan Kaiser's blog. I don't know if you know, but he won Survival Challenge. Um, mm -hmm. I had found I for some reason it was really hard to find the episodes at that point. I think maybe since then you've kind of organized them way better. So it's easy to find. But so yeah. I found they some used to videos be on, like multiple channels and stuff. It yeah, that's what. Yeah. So I um, I started doing a little homework, but honestly, it stressed me out to think about it for too long. So I would mm -hmm. do like a minimal homework and I just had to like manage my stress level with it. So I just had to like put it off. Um, but also going into the game, I came in, you know, with some strategies in mind of here's how I plan on playing. And my two big things were, I wanted to make connections with as many people as possible. Like everyone have an open connection with everybody I wanted to make pre-swap connections quickly. I remember that from doing my homework, how people said, quickly connect with people in other tribes if you can. And then I wanted to keep my threat level as low as possible. Like I've, I really think that's what it comes down with Survivor is to, you got to make sure you don't have the target on you. And speaking of um, Ghost Island had just ended before we played. And if you remember from Ghost Island, um, there was a girl named Laurel who played. And the whole time you're watching Ghost Island, you're wanting Laurel to make a move against Wendell and Dom. You're like, don't go to the end with them. Don't go to the end with them. Laurel, do something, Laurel. And so I came into Survival Challenge with the mindset of don't be a Laurel. I will not be a Laurel. I will not be the person who goes to the end with the people that I, that I needed to take out. So that comes into play later. Um, so those were my strategies going into the game. Um, but also driving to Macomb, I was, I had this great self-talk where I was like, I'm going to be first one out, but I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be first one out, but I'm going to have fun. Like, I don't know. That's not really great. Uh, a great mindset, but I just kept on saying that to myself. Like, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time even when I'm pre-merge. So, and then also like leading up to the game, the more, the closer we got to the game, the more nervous I got. And unfortunately like the more vain i got i was like so self-conscious about like what green shirt am i going to wear because like, i knew i had to wear green and i could not find a green shirt that i liked and and um <laughs> and so i ended up finding a tank top that i liked but it was white so i did i tied i it green myself because <laughs> you know so um i also am 
infamous for wearing chacos to survival challenge <laughs> which <laughs> the jury is still out whether so if you don't know what chacos are those are like sandals those are sporty sandals and i was so i just like i said the closer i got to it the more nervous i was about things and i was you know i saw the forecast it was going to rain i love my chacos like i go on hikes in my chacos all the time and i was like you know what if i if i wear these sandals this might be good if it's going to be raining a bunch. And up until like the last minute, I still was trying to decide whether to wear tennis shoes or Chacos. And I infamously wore Chacos and I do not regret it to this day. But I know that I got a lot of crap for that. <laughs> you got to go for the iconic option always. Yeah, and you know what? You know what, though? I got to keep a pair of dry socks in my bag. No one else had dry socks the whole game, but I had dry socks that I put on at night and I had nice warm feet. So you know what? It worked out great for me. Well, you've already teased some of the rain aspects. Yes. (laughs) One thing that I always love bringing up when talking about season six is still to this day, my favorite season opening with just the atmosphere of the weather. And when this thing opens up and you can kind of see it in the first episode, but it's just hard to explain how like tense literally the air felt. It was crazy. You knew it's one of those days where you knew a storm was coming and it was about to downpour any moment, just any moment. We're checking in. It's time to check in. Um, Clouds are literally rolling in these huge dark clouds and you're not Mm -hmm. allowed to talk to anybody. But to this day, I still remember sitting there looking at Dion, just making these huge eyes at each other like, oh, my gosh, we kept looking at each other, looking at the clouds, looking at each other. So that that's definitely a big memory. Um, Shout out to my mom who drove with me to Macomb. My mom said that she went and parked the car until it was time for the audience to come. She's walking to where the audience goes and she sees a tent that was set up like uprooted and a tent flies off. And she was like, what is Hannah about to do? Like, I need to get out of here. Oh, it's like, all right. Uh, bye. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Have fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, that was so awesome. So after sitting for a while, John makes his announcements. Uh, announcements. Um, introduces everyone uh, and the first challenge is off and you know it would only be fitting that the first challenge to our rainy season ever <laughs> would be just swimming you mm-hmm. know because <laughs> why not uh, so tell us about this first challenge and all the things you notice um, from like first looks and all that stuff Um. okay so my memory isn't the best of this game so let me see what I I've gone back and I've watched the opening video on uh, Facebook and the episode that um, John made. But uh, yeah, so it was just very nerve wracking. The wind was like just whipping around. Um, we're finally able to talk with our tribe. So we had been spi- smiling at each other. And then here we are finally talking. And the first thing we have to do is determine our order of who's going to swim first, who's going to go next. And um and I already had this like really funny impression of Adam Bradford, which we later nicknamed Army Adam. You know, he came in with his with his army dog tags. Everything he had was camo and America. And I was like, oh, this is so classic Survivor that, I, you know, that you've got a character on our tribe. So, you know, I was, I was expecting him to go first. 
kind of, you know, be the challenge beast and all that stuff. So it was a, it was a great challenge. It was fun. Uh, speaking of army, Adam, he threw up after the first challenge. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> saying he ate too much subway beforehand, I think. So it was good times. Oh man. Um, so yeah. Um, after you guys finish the challenge, you take what stuff you have. Uh, fortunately, you were not the tribe that uh, didn't have a tarp. You did have one. So mm-hmm. um, what was that first night like, which I'm sure was the longest night of all the nights? Yeah. So first night, I still to this day call it the worst night of my life, um, which I lovingly say it was it was a good night. It was also the worst night. Okay, so So you're listening, right? (laughs) And we were saying life changing experience. We didn't say it was good. No, (laughs) (laughs) it didn't change my life for the good. So so yeah, so, you know, I'm actually playing Survivor, the show I love. You know, I I thought that, you know, when it's time to set up camp, you you don't want to be the bossy one at all. And I'm when I watch the footage from um, the episodes, I like see myself talking a bunch and saying a bunch of things. I'm like, I thought I was not being bossy, but I might have been <laughs> being bossy. Um, and when we were like setting up the tarp and all that, um, another thing I wanted to say is, you know, survivor strategy. I feel like we hear that you don't want to be the first one to form an alliance. You don't want to be the one day one at camp. Uh, setting up alliances, uh, being the person doing that because you don't want to be seen as um, a gamer or playing too hard. But so I came in not doing that. I'm like, I'm not going to make alliances with anyone, but I should have been doing the opposite. In this game that moves so quick, you need to be quickly making connections with people and making your alliance quickly. So there I find out later, not in the game, after the game, I find out that, you know, a group of four people had made an alliance that first night and I wasn't in that. Now I had told Dion that I really liked him while we were setting up camp and we like had walked, you know, away. I had said like, Hey, I really like you. I would love to work with you. And even though I said, I would never do that, but Dion, you know, Dion's Dion, you just love him and you just want to work with him. Um, (laughs) And I had really connected with Kathy and Des, Desiree, um, And I think we had we definitely had a connection. So I felt like I was good, but it's just so funny that I still wouldn't have been really seen as being in a core for alliance at that point. So Mm -hmm. so my teacher, Hannah, would say, like, you know, try to lock something down night one if you can if you can to to not be left out, you know, (laughs) from from like my interactions with everyone, I think I was filming Ago the most mm-hmm. um, every every cameraman tends to gravitate to to one tribe that they feel attached to and ends up filming more than the others. Ago was definitely mine and something I was attracted to was just your team camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And you guys, I think, just had like I feel like every tribe had their strength. And I think your uh, your tribe strength was its chemistry. You know, you weren't necessarily like the smartest or the strongest or anything like that. But you guys just seem to really work together as a team always. Yeah. And um, so like speaking of the night, the worst night of my life, um, I am not a touchy person. I'm not like a cuddly person. I was actually like, did not want to have to like <laughs> cuddle with anybody at night to stay warm. But that night you're so cold. The rain is pouring down and I, and we basically had, we're, sorry, we're all just under this one measly tarp, just spooning, 
just all of us, just one line. And when it was time to like flip over sides, we'd all flip at the same time. <laughs> cause we were, we all, cause we were, I just like needed Kathy to put her body on my body to keep me warm. It's just like, you know what? We're in survival mode right here. Um, and then like, if someone needed to go to the bathroom, we're just like, okay, let's all go. We'd all go to the porta potty together. We'd all just get up, field trip to the bathroom, come back, try to survive. Um, that night was really fun. We laughed so much, um, laughed through how awful it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, one other thing I wanted to know about us just chatting that night is we're just talking, you know, obviously talking about Survivor, how we got into Survivor, how we heard about Survival Challenge, blah, blah, blah. Evan makes this comment about, oh, yeah, I w- my friend had sent me this podcast that I had listened to about, like, the best finale moments of Survivor. It's just like this random thing he sent me and he starts talking about it. And I'm over here like an avid Rob has a podcast listener. You know, I've, I'm ne- I know I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm a, a podcast listener. I'm not going to tell people how big of a fan I am. Um, and I'm over here thinking like, I know exactly what podcast you're talking about. I know exactly what episode he's talking about. And he's trying to pretend like he doesn't know like, oh, yeah, someone sent me something. And you know what? Which very well could be the truth. Like Evan is probably telling the truth about this random podcast that someone sent him. But to me, my alarm is going off. Like we, mm. we, this guy is hiding stuff and he's probably a big <laughs> nerd like I am. And so I did not trust Evan from that point of like, he is a, he's a podcast nerd and he's not admitting it. So definitely wanted to note that for night one as well. <laughs> Cool. Well, with that all being said, let's head into the next day, which is our reward challenge day. Uh, looking back, um, I'll go manage to snag two wins and only came in last once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what were some of the highlights for those reward challenge days? Yeah, uh, those, the reward day challenges. Um, let's see. Highlights of the reward challenge day. Um. So I would say something that I often think about is the giant ladder challenge puzzle. Yes, that was the first one you won. Yeah, it was um it was epic. I mean, when I think about that Thursday, I think about that challenge. It's pouring rain. We have this incredibly hard puzzle we have to do. Evan figured out the puzzle. None of us understood what was going on, but he was directing us what to do because he had, you know, I don't know if we knew this, but he had prepared for the game and had looked at previous challenges. He knew how this puzzle worked. He had figured it out. And so, you know, he had gamed the puzzle. And um, so we ended up winning this challenge. Um, it's pouring rain. I think it's the hardest it rained that whole day. And yeah, after when we, we mean w- pouring rain, <laughs> we like literally, literally mean pouring rain. And so, yeah, so our tribe, after we won, we just like, we're in just a big group hug, just, just, you know, suffering together. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like some good old traumatic bonding. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, I'm going to talk about Evan again, but <laughs> if you do your research of these challenges, if you figure out stuff, it's good to figure out things, you know, figure out what you could prepare for or have an idea of what to do in challenges, but keep it super secretive. Don't 
either let people know how much you prepared or mm. be the hero of a reward day challenge. Like, you know, don't put yourself <laughs> on the line like that for reward day. Um, Cause it's going to just make your target really big. Um, yeah. So let me think. Oh, another thing of note from reward day is that, like I said, I came into the game wanting to make pre swap connections. Like I'm going to connect with people on other tribes to set myself up for success. It worked out great for me. This would not work, <laughs> William, during season seven when there were nope. no swaps. So if you're <laughs> nope. making these pre swap connections, it, it sometimes it doesn't work out. So it worked out yeah. great. It worked out great for me. There was this one challenge where um, everybody had a different role a, around the challenge field. Like I had a swimming role. Someone else had a kayak role. Someone else had a puzzle role. Someone else had a running role. All that stuff. So I'm. Um, uh, I have the swimming portion of the challenge and and so I walk over there and I'm with um Katie from the Blue Tribe and I'm from Adam Kennedy from the Yellow Tribe and I think Dr. Jill from the Red Tribe I cannot remember who was from the Red Tribe but um I had already connected with Katie that morning at the porta potties and they were from the, the blue tribe and the green tribe or at the porta potties at the same time. And we kind of had this like, Hey, we should all work together. What do you think? Blue and green. Yeah. Porta potty Alliance. Let's do that. And so here I am, you know, I'm meeting up with Katie again and um, we, we talk a, a little bit, you know, just friendly beforehand, but after we're done with our swimming portion and the rest of the challenge is going on, me and Katie are standing over there like talking game the whole rest of the challenge or like, you know, really getting to know each other, find out we're both teachers, blah, blah, blah. My tribe ends up winning first because Evan had memorized the leaf puzzle <laughs> challenge. So, so they end up winning the puzzle and, and they're, they're all celebrating all together and they turn around and they're like, where's Hannah? Where's Hannah? So I can come over and celebrate. And I'm over there conspiring against them. You know, I'm talking with someone else. I'm in game mode. And, um, and I, I think I remember I like held up like one finger, like I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that was, that's another thing of note from reward day. Um, you know, one thing that happened is, uh, a challenge there was a challenge mess up that happened um during one of the challenges and i just want to say you know like sometimes mistakes happen production messes up or like you know something messes up that's out of their hands and production does whatever they can to make the challenges completely fair and i mean like they go to extremely extremely make the puzzle uh the challenges extremely fair but you know we're human things mess up and so it was just like kind of an awkward moment of something that happened but you know you just you know you're still in the game you still gotta um you know keep on moving on you know yeah um so to round out the day um the last challenge uh was the like slip sliding away challenge <laughs> where we had the alumni come in um as a temporary tribe now you were in the position where your tribe was only one point behind a PZ, which was in first. So basically, all you had to do was just beat them. Um, but unfortunately, a PZ had an advantage um, where they got to have one ball in their basket before the challenge even started. 
Uh, so what, what was that like having like the opportunity to take the reward at the end of the day, but just coming up short and like with like, I mean, you guys came in third and without that advantage, it could have been a lot closer for sure. I know. And, you know, we were pretty demoralized because of, like I said, something happened during one of the challenges where we were in first all day. I mean, uh, no, we were not in first. We were doing good all day and we had been in first in the points leading up so far. And then something happened with the challenge and we ended up in last. Um, and it, or like we didn't do well or something. And, uh, yeah, we came in last one challenge because of something. And so we're just like really, you know, demoralized from it. Like crap, we had a good lead and this happened. And, um, I was not super, I wasn't upset. At, I was not caring one bit whether we won the reward. Um, so like, I didn't care, but you know, now looking back, it's like there was an idol hidden at that reward. How <laughs> much would have changed if we had that idol? Like that would have, Ugh. oh, that would have changed everything. So yeah, we got a nice little muffin that we shared at camp. It was great. <laughs> well, um, after all of that, I, I think that this is this is where the game gets spicy, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, unlike my season, <clears throat> you guys did have a tribe swap. Uh, and I remember uh, specifically um, this process because I was filming some camp life footage of the Ago camp <laughs> right before this whole swap event happened. Um, and. It was it was so sad because you guys were just so wholesome. When I get there, Evan's just like, yo, welcome to our crib. And he's giving me the tour. And everyone's just so happy and excited. Um, and I'm just like, I know it's I know that like Michael is like five minutes behind me and he's about to ruin your guys' day. And you guys just have no clue what's about to happen. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, this is all great. I'm glad you guys spent so much time <laughs> setting up your tarp that you won't have to take down very shortly. We had just you know? made we had just made fire too. And I'm very proud of myself. I'm the one who started the fire. Um, we all took turns with the flint, but my I'm the one who got it going and that was like a little bucket list moment for me. So, yeah, so we have to we have to send off two people. Um looking back when I watched the episode, I did not realize how bossy I was. I wasn't bossy. I just, you know, that like little friendly bossy <laughs> where I'm like I'm like, "Des, do you want to go? You probably want you want to go, don't you, Des?" <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad. But um so they take two people and before they leave, we all like have another group hug where we all have like a pep talk together like, "All right guys, no matter what happens, we're all sticking together, you know. Good good stuff." Um I wanted to say something of note though at this point cuz I don't think um Bree who is um who was on the Yellow Tribe me and Bree have got have become friends post season, um, and she was the sadly the uh, the first vote out of this season, and she told me something that has really stuck with me ever since. Um, she told me, but during this night when it's time to swap or you have to pair up and and go to different tribes, it was awkward when you know we're told we need to make pairs. So you know here we are we need. Our tribe needs to figure out how are we going to pair up? And Evan is really smart and he wants to, you know, if he wants to be with like Kathy or something, he says like, why don't we pair up in the order we arrive so that he knows that he would be with Kathy. Like he came first, Kathy came second. So he knows he'll be with someone. 
that he wants. So, um, but Bree had told me that on her tribe, they had said, oh, let's play rock, paper, scissors to determine who goes with who. And Bree really regrets not speaking up about who she wanted to be paired up with. And, you know, like, you know, you're scared to speak up. You're scared to say to say like how you should do something because you you don't want to make a mistake, you know, be seen as taking charge or something. But she wanted to be with Adam Kennedy on her tribe. That's who she was connecting with, who she wanted to pair up with. But, you know, instead they play rock, paper, scissors and she doesn't end up with him. And she and to this day, you know, she regrets not doing that. So I would just, you know, say to future players, like sometimes it's good to speak up about about who you pair up with. Or, you know, I remember Colin from this past season said that he like would stand if by someone he would want to make sure that he uh, would pair up with if there's ever like something to or be in a group or something. He would be standing next to someone who he would want to be grouped up with. So I definitely wanted <laughs> that's, to that's smart because I remember yeah. when I had a moment where I had to pair up with someone, I made it like way too obvious who I'd be aligned to. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, definitely have a, good a thing. favorite. Yeah, but like you know, that's that's a, that's a pretty good piece of advice from Colin. It's just like, yeah, just just kind of be you know mindful of who you're standing next to in case if they just randomly decide, yeah, uh, pair up. Yeah, so so we pair up and we're, we we go to this summit, this meeting point where we're told that we're going to swap. Um, uh, let me long story short, this whole situation. So, um, you know, go watch the footage if you want to watch the footage. But I did. So um, me and Army Adam are together. You know, this guy who's been sticking out like <laughs> a sore thumb on our tribe, you know, not in a bad way. Just, you know, he's he's a character. He's the character. He's yeah. the character. He's a fun <laughs> character. And. Um, and we have the first choice of the swap. We get to pick one of the partners from one of the other tribes to join our new tribe. But John Vitea says. You know, instead of picking what partner you want, what duo you want, you could pick a box of supplies for your for your choice, for your pick. And we had automatically gotten Justin and Maria from Red Tribe on our tribe and their box, as we knew, had two tarps in it. And so here we are. We just like had a horrific night the night before. And we have this choice of like, oh, we could pick a box with two tarps in it. And I cannot believe that we chose a box instead of people. Like we chose a box of supplies rather than strategically thinking about what people we wanted on our tribe. It worked out fine who we ended up with. And it's actually ironic that the people we ended up with were the first two people we voted out. But um or or the people we ended up picking anyways. So I just like would say like, you know, guys, think strategically. <laughs> Don't think about, you know, supplies. That was, that was like a comfort moment, right? You, yeah. You like were just thinking, oh, I just don't want to go through another. Because it's like, yeah, it's hard, but it's like you didn't come here to be comfortable. Right, know? right. So definitely wanted to note that. And then um, so we have this new tribe. Um. Um, and I wanted to say like on our walk back to our new camp, me and Katie, who I've already mentioned before, you know, we had already been making a connection. She was on my new tribe. And then Justin, um, from red tribe, uh, the three of us, well, we're all walking back. The three of us, like 
were in the back of the pack and we just looked at each other and we just like we were like literally making an alliance as we're walking back to camp just like hey you're good i i like this you're good you're good and that was like an alliance that lasted the whole game just the three of us me katie justin and so it's just you know how these games work it's just really funny how something as easy as walking back to camp together um yeah so um, mm-hmm. who who was on your tribe exactly? So um, it was me, Army Adam, Justin, Maria, Katie and Steven, and Adam Kennedy, which we uh nicknamed Boston Adam, and then Leah. So Leah and Boston Adam had come from the Yellow Tribe, which notoriously did not have a tarp. And so after we set up camp at our new camp, Adam, Boston Adam and Leah immediately go to sleep while the rest of us hang out around the fire. And so the rest of us are all, you know, hanging out and these other two are asleep. And it's like, how easy was it to make them the first two people voted out if they just, you know, Mm. alienated themselves like that. So. Well, it's hard because it's like, I can't imagine how exhausted they were. Oh, I know. Most sleepless nights of sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like a part of me is just like, yeah, I don't blame them for you know, just passing out. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, you don't want to like make yourself uh, in a, put yourself in an opportunity where you're like the odd people out, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's gotta, there's no sleep out in survival challenge. I don't know if you know this, but there's no sleep to be had anyways. <laughs> and you shouldn't be trying to do a little snuggling with the cute girls either. <laughs> oh, hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfect to chime in yeah so they would have been uh you know canoodling back there too so you know keep your mind keep your mind in the game guys save that save that for after the game yeah <laughs> well john has now just joined us hey john uh, hey. john vitea um so yeah we are just closing out on uh on friday uh hannah is there anything else you want to add to friday before we head on to um uh, wait no Thursday until we head into Friday. I think that's pretty much about it. Um, you know, I, I, me and Steven and Katie stayed up even later um, by the fire talking and we actually got into strategy talk. I had real great vibes with them. Really loved Steven and Katie um, and me and Katie just, you know, we were the only one we just could not sleep. We were the fire tenders. Is that a word? <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. And we just stayed up all night by the fire, just just you know taking turns taking care of it. So that's you know more where our, our alliance just kept on strengthening. Nice. All right. Well, heading into Friday, no, not Saturday. Um, <laughs> it this is like there's so many points in this game, right? Where it's like, wow, stuff just got real, right? You get to the event. Wow, things get real. You start like the next day where you have your first challenges. Wow, things are getting real. You have your first swap. Wow, things are getting real. Mm-hmm. But I think that once tribal cancels start happening, mm-hmm. that's when the game like changes in a way that it really feels like it hasn't changed before. You know? Yeah. Um, there's so much lightheartedness in the first two days where everyone's just so excited to be here. Everyone's obviously really nervous and trying to figure out what where everyone's head's at. But once tribal council starts happening, you start to <laughs> to understand the the more like um 
uh, the really just like hard underbelly of the game of Survivor and what like voting out people actually feels like <laughs> and having the threat of looming tribal council always feels like. Um, so what was it like playing your first like immunity um, challenges like? Yeah, so the first immunity challenge was an epic one where we had these giant carts that we had to put together. That was a puzzle in themselves. We they're had called, to, They're called cots. You have to say it like you're from Maine. A cot. <laughs> these giant <laughs> cats that we had to put together. So, um, <laughs> so that was pretty epic. I mean, I, I still remember um, now that, you know, not, now that I'm talking about it, I remember solving the puzzle because it's a puzzle in itself, putting that, putting the cots together. And there is a, <laughs> like a little uh, piece that I, I'm pretty sure it was Maria who solved it. You know, Maria, you know, I think she's probably the smartest person to play our season. Um, no offense to everybody else, but I think Maria figured out something that was missing. And we like, you know, secretly were, was, were fixing the cart, the cot while no one, you know, while the other tribes are still trying to figure it out. So we're the first ones out, blah, blah, blah. It was a, it was a, a epic challenge. Uh, really fun. And we won. So, um, even more fun. <laughs> yep. Even more fun. <laughs> Cool. Um, well, uh, also, I just wanted to note, like this, that morning is the morning that Jen ended up quitting, quitting the game. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, like, it was shocking, but I remember like nodding, like, yeah, yeah, this sucks. I get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's incredible, right, is that she, like, like that first day, that first night was so rough. The fact that she stuck up through that first night and didn't quit then and went through the whole reward challenge day only to be mm -hmm. put up with another day of mm -hmm. just rain filled nights. It's just like, yeah, after the second day, I get it. You know, uh, like, I don't think she's a weak player by any means for mm -hmm. leaving because it, it was rough for production. And we got to go home at the end of the night and sleep in a nice house, yep. <laughs> you know? Yep, and she'll she'll never listen to this, but I'm proud of her for coming back and you know giving it another shot and proving that that she can uh, she can outlast. You know, she can still play. Absolutely. Hey, Hannah. I, one thing I wanted to get your perspective on when you look back at the Friday votes, and we'll get into this. It seems like there was relatively easy votes versus a lot of survival challenge seasons. Mm -hmm. Like the older guys went and Adam K based on the thing you were talking about. And did you have that kind of feeling when you came into Friday? Like, yeah, what William said is true. It's it's getting real. But I think we're okay for a little while. Did you feel like that? Oh yeah, definitely. Like we had our two people that we knew we were gonna have as easy vote outs. So I knew we had a little bit of a cushion right there. And then um, I mean, I don't know if there's anything of note until like I could talk about the one, the vote that actually was hard. Let me see if, um, but I can talk about, um, but when it came to uh, voting Steven out, so we had our two easy votes of Adam K and Leah and, you know, the holding area before tribal is awkward because we're not, <laughs> we're not really going off and strategizing. We're just like waiting for tribal because we all know what we're going to do. I mean, the first vote of Adam K, we we figured out like, you know, girls are going to vote for Leah. Boys are going to vote for Adam K. Um, or we had we had like a vote split to in case an idol was played. Um, 
but or we we made sure we had a couple at least three okay anyway so those were pretty easy we didn't have to do much strategy but when it came to steven's vote out the thing of no is that okay so we got rid of the yellow players on our tribe here we are you know i have my my alliance of me katie and justin we're both you know one from each of the other tribes red green and blue and we all have our partners with our, our little duo that we came over with and it's like okay who is willing to lose their partner who is willing to vote out their duo because we are all in on this this core alliance of katie justin and me and um and i still remember us three like looking at each other like all right who who's gonna give up their person <laughs> and i honestly was willing to get rid of army adam i was ready i I did not care, but I was going to, you know, play chicken and not give him up right then because it's better to have numbers when you could have numbers. And I didn't want, you know, I, I loved my green people, my Ago people. I didn't want to lose someone from that tribe. But if Katie wouldn't have been willing to let go of Steven, I was two seconds away from from offering up army Adam as someone we could vote out. So, so looking back, I, you know, I had a good connection with Steven and maybe, you know, maybe now if I were to play, I would, um, I would have thought differently rather than just thinking of my original Alliance. Maybe I would think, I would think of like, you know what? I think I could work with Steven really well going forward. But, um, but yeah, in that moment, it was just Katie being willing to lose someone. And this was her second time playing, so right. so she was she did have a different mindset than mm. than I did. Yeah, she was she was here to play. She sure. was here yeah. to play. <laughs> we'll get yeah, more into that later. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, you you mentioned that tribal council, and right after that, um, surprise, another tribe swap. Um, and as continuing to follow the trend, we're also going down a tribe. So now there's only two tribes uh what was your thought process through this whole second swap situation oh the second swap was so fun i do want to mention i had i've just looked at my notes i had written a couple memories that i wanted to, to note yeah, on from the immunity challenges um the fire challenge where we have to you know um build a fire that burns the string um my tribe ended up winning by like four seconds it was so close and that was definitely one of my favorite challenges winning the fire challenge because i was pretty proud of my fire making skills beforehand and to win it was great um i had actually misheard the instructions as john, <laughs> as john knows the players are very bad at listening to the instructions so i actually made it a little bit harder for our tribe to do the fire but you know we still ended up winning but if we would have lost i would have felt so bad um i so i think you had said you know you can't put the the fire from the pot under the um under the string right so i think but you were allowed to dump yeah, the fire. And in my mind, I didn't think that meant you were allowed to dump the fire. So <laughs> I was getting Justin and Katie to like we needed to light a stick from the pot and then therefore light the fire under the um under the string. So we were like transferring somehow. Uh, and I just made it way harder. Uh, so that was you were really just good. trying to level the playing field for yeah. everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Make them feel like, you know, they were they were close to winning. Right, um, right. You had it exactly time, too. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I also wanted to say the food challenge. Um, uh, oh, my God. So we were given clam water to drink if we needed to. 
um, while you're doing the food challenge. And to me, like I grew up going to Boston every summer. And so I'm used to like seafood, like clam taste or whatever. So like right off the cot. <laughs> yeah, right off the cot, you know. And and so when I'm doing the food challenge, I'm just like downing everything with clam water. And um who was I I forget who it was. Maybe it was Evan was next to me or I might have said this to someone else. They're they're struggling with the food challenge and I'm like, "Just drink the water. It's fine." And they take a drink and they start gagging and I'm like, "Oh, oh, I guess that I'm just like <laughs> little weird what was, for what was your food item oh ours was mine was easy it was the uh devil's tongue it was like a a gelatin seafood thing oh yes maybe? i remember that stuff. that was called mm-hmm. wasn't too bad that's for sure i think looking back i would probably i would probably do fine at a food challenge i could have easily been doing any of the harder stuff like kimchi or anything but um Yep, I'm glad kimchi to have something. Kimchi being a hard one, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I eat kimchi for fun. <laughs> yep. So those were those were the two things I wanted to note from immunity challenges. Um, uh, speaking of the tribe swap, so that night's tribe swap, I was trying to remember, and I literally don't remember anything about the tribe swap. I just remember Jack and Jill being the captains, and I must have blacked out. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> well. Right after that tribe swap, we had a nighttime challenge. Yes. I love so much because they are so epic and no one like I don't think there's like I think there's always a few people who are prepared, but it's always so great to just see the shock of people because like usually like we're like doing confessionals and like, oh, we're wrapping up for the night. You know, you guys just had a swap. You know, that was like the nighttime thing. Like, Mm -hmm. no, we got another immunity challenge for you guys um so what was that like um like having that so quickly after swapping it was epic it was it's when they brought us to the field it's like what is going on i think they did they have a big fire did you guys have a big fire set up at the challenge at the challenge which was epic and then we find out what the challenge is which is high five where you're standing in a line and you're all holding up discs and i had just finished watching australian survivor where they had this challenge and um, I'm nerding out like, oh my gosh, I get to do the challenge from, from Australian survivor. Um, and so we did the strategy. Um, I believe they did it in Australian survivor too, where um, as soon as, you know, they say ready, you know, survivors ready, go. We all dropped one hand. So we're only focusing on holding one arm up for the challenge. And so it's just pretty epic when, you know, it's like survivors ready, go. And then, you know, boom, we all go down. It was, I felt pretty cool. I got to say. I was surprised by that. I, I didn't think you guys had enough time to come up with a cohesive strategy, but I was impressed when you did that. I was like, that's some good thinking there. Yeah, and it ended up uh, paying off, although me and Evan were partnered together and we were a hot mess <laughs> during that <laughs> during that challenge. We're like, we're like, no, you push, no, you push, push higher. No, you know, it was, it was a good time. Can't wait to see that footage. <laughs> I got to play that challenge too with a little extra um disadvantage with having like these sandbags mm-hmm. on top of them. But that was a fun challenge. It was like I don't know. Like that was a challenge that I like would play again in a heartbeat just because it was such a like it was challenging endurance wise, but it was just like, I don't know. It had the right amount of tenseness 
and just the right amount of pain to make it real to be like this is a this is an awesome challenge yeah so that was a good choice for that night yeah um, it was a long one though that challenge yeah. went on for a long really time. it was like an hour long i think um uh, good times um yeah. in the night tribal was one of my favorite parts of the game because oh our tribe won so we just got to go watch the night tribal and i was on the edge of my seat the whole time it was a live tribal um i'm just sitting back like what is going on this is awesome we've got jack whispering to adam we've got des looking frustrated we've got adam pulling out an idol oh my gosh it was it was amazing you but guys got that note it. that you ended up giving to to laura if i yeah. remember right mm -hmm. what what was the discussion? How did you end up picking Laura? So I think, you know, we're, we're all sitting on a bench. So we had to do a lot, a bit of telephone with each other to talk about, you know, if we were all going to put the same, we all had to vote about who we wanted to give an advantage to. Right. Is that what the, yes, the thing was. Um, so I really wanted to put Kathy. So I was on my end of the bench saying like, Kathy, Kathy, because we knew Kathy and Laura were on the outs of that tribe because they had just come from a PZ which had been losing challenges a lot before the swap. And, um, and, you know, here they are in a tribe with Tatanka people who have been literally winning every challenge. So they are definitely on the outs. We wanted one of them to get the, um, get the, the advantage. And I really wanted Kathy cause I knew Kathy, but I, we, I had heard a lot of Laura. So I knew that Laura was probably going to get it. So that's what our decision making basically was. It was so ironic that it was Laura, because as we all found out later, she already had the note about the the idol at the fire where you were at high five. And that the note you guys gave her ended up confusing her. <laughs> so it was supposed to be an advantage and it ended up being a, a disadvantage in some ways. So her voting booth confessional for that night is hilarious of her trying to put together the two notes that don't go together yes her still thinking that the note for the challenge that's already passed is still relevant and just the utter confusion <laughs> of all the stuff that's just been happening tonight watching her brain just, oh yeah the wheels gosh. turning if <laughs> yeah. anybody's listening go watch one of that exit interview on the youtube it's it's good <laughs> um and then i can't remember adam b showed an idol but didn't play it was that no. a real idol or was it a fake no I that was real mm-hmm that was the one he grabbed in the maze. So, okay. So here we go. So at this tribal, we see before, you know, the votes are revealed, we see Jack. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's on the circle. We see Jack go over to Adam and it's like, has his arm around him and he's whispering to him. And like, you know, he's telling him like, dude, you're good. You're good. You know, don't do anything. Don't do anything. And, and he goes back and sits down. Adam doesn't play the idol. And then Adam gets voted out. And so we're on the bench like, oh, okay. So um, Jack, all right. So that's someone to watch out for. <laughs> someone who will like have his arm around you and whisper to you and then immediately vote you out with an idol in your pocket. Like, okay, got it. Noted. <laughs> yeah, that, that was insane. And who do you think would have gone if uh, he played his idol? Because it was a tied vote between Jack and Laura. So... Oh, do we have the, uh, oh yeah, Jack and Laura. They probably would have done Laura because Tatanka had so the numbers. Sad. I know. All right. Well, um, anything of note for the rest of that night? 
Um, no, just just uh, a normal night for me at Survival Challenge, not sleeping and a wink and taking care of the fire. So that's how it went. <laughs> also, to quickly like like figure out where your head's at at this point of the game, what is your like alliances like? At oh this point in the game. yeah so definitely you know me justin katie are a thing we're a trio um maria has definitely made herself part of that alliance we've got a four-person alliance and then courtney had just come from during the swap she had just joined our tribe and so courtney had been on an original tribe with justin and maria so courtney in my perspective what was the fifth of the alliance so we had we had well, I mean, okay, so let me rephrase that. Um, I'm close with Dion. Dion is on our tribe. And um, and so that's my person. And then here's Justin and Maria who have Courtney as a person, you know, that they want to be the uh the fifth, and and I have Dion as that I want to be the fifth. So that's where I stand so far. Okay, cool. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> What was the uh, Jill? Jill's in there still. She's the only survivor. Was she just dead man walking at that point? Yeah, she really was. I mean, she did this. I remember her saying to me. And she kind of said it to like me, like maybe a group of people, but I think she was saying it to me of like, hey, I'm here for your experience. Like, this is a great game. I'm here to play and I really want you guys to have the best experience. Um, And you know, I'm I'm not going to be, does she, I don't know. She said something like made it seem like she's not going to be playing hard and she's not making eye contact with me like one bit, you know, she's talking to me and I'm like, all right, girl, are you telling me the truth here? Like, I can't tell what's going on. And you know, I just got shady vibes from her. We had already heard, you know, rumors about how on red tribe, she was kind of being like a leader a bit. We had heard about how her and Jack, you know, the perspective of uh, that we had of her and Jack being a tight alliance. And, you know, here she is on our tribe on the out. Yeah. Her and Evan had just come from Tatanka that had dominated challenges. I already have a huge target on Evan in my point of view, because I think he is a threat. Um, so that's where uh, they stood with me. <laughs> okay. She definitely was, you know, it was definitely in all of our minds of if we go to tribal, Jill will be the first one out. All right, let's hop into Saturday then. Um, and uh, yeah, what was like? What well, obviously only two tribes, so you're going to travel a whole lot more. Um, what was your strategy going into this day, and how it played out for those first handful of challenges? Um, yeah, I mean my my strategy going in is you know just keep on working with the people i'm working with um i really like dion i i did not want dion to get voted out but um let me see if there's anything i want to say before the dion vote because like you know jill gets voted out from my tribe and then you know evan gets voted out from my tribe um and uh evan had set up on our tribe um Kind of before we go to tribal council, I think Evan was the one who started this. I think they did this. Well, or something. He had set up like a speed dating strategy situation where like we would all <laughs> where we'd all be spaced out in the holding area before a tribal council. And 
we, we would just kind of like move around. So we got to talk with everybody. So it's like all these duos everywhere um, of people talking. So I thought that was pretty interesting because leading up to that, it was kind of awkward of how do you go talk to the people you need to talk to to strategize, but not be obvious about it. And I really like how Evan was like, guys, all right, we're all going to split up and we're going to move around. It's like, thank you, Evan. Thank you. So we get to have these type of conversations. Um, and then we're going to vote you out, Evan. Thanks for that. Yes. Bye. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then, you know. Um, well, what's interesting, right, is I'm looking at these first three vote outs for your team. You know, you have Jill, Evan and Dion. And to me, these all read as huge threats mm -hmm. in their own like expertise, right? Like. I think a lot of people overlook Jill being voted out so easily here just because she was a survivor. But the thing is, is that Jill is such a freaking like social strategic, just like almost the whole package. She is such a good player. And it's hard if you're uh, like, uh, like if you know what to look for in a survivor player, Jill just screams that. So it's so hard not to see her as just a huge threat as a person, let alone with the survivor background. And it's like she did such a good job on that uh, on Friday with those challenges and coordinating mm -hmm. everything. And then same thing with Evan, like Jill and Evan just mm -hmm. stood on top as the biggest like challenge people for sure. So it was really hard to ignore those two people as not big threats. And I think at this point, you guys were really looking to get out threats. I mean, that was my that was my big goal is like I'm not like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I was not going to be a Laurel. I am not going to go to the end with people that can beat me. I am going to the end with people I can beat. I'm, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And so I'm going to, I'm going to vote out every threat that I come across because I need to be with people I can beat. Um, and then I, word had already gotten around about how Jill had, didn't she make final tribal when she played survival challenge? Yeah. Yeah. So did, like that yeah. had already gotten around too. So we, we had that in the back of our mind too. You know what I was impressed with, and this is the stuff, that I don't see happening live. You know, I have to piece this together after the fact. Y you've got all these big storylines, you know, who was with who on prior tribes. And right, William, when you have swaps, it makes a difference. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, but then you guys get to Saturday and you vote out Jill, it's unanimous. You vote out Evan, it's unanimous. You vote out Dion, it's unanimous. Um, so... That's what that's the impressive stuff. So behind the scenes, you did have some social organizational stuff going on that the crowd and the people mm -hmm. don't get to see um, until you look back at the votes and you go, oh, wow, they're they were really running the show here. <laughs> yeah. Speak about running the show. So um, I do want to like talk about the. Uh, the Dion vote out, um, mm. you know, like I, I had connected with him so much night one. Um, really, I mean, we're best friends to this day, too. So I got to, you know, obviously there's a friendship there um, that built. And you, if you meet Dion, you love Dion. And and on his time on Apeezy, the tribe right before this tribe, he had to be put in the hero role a lot. You know, it's. It's Apeezy's the underdog. Um, Apeezy, you know, they're barely surviving and he's the puzzle solver and he's, 
you know, he's so fun. He's so social. And he had to show a lot of his cards. Yeah, he had, and not that he would want to, but he had to. And so here I am. It's like time to vote out someone. And do I, you know, if I have a choice, you know, between Courtney or Dion, um, it's like I'm gonna vote out Dion. Dion is the biggest threat to me. And I'm scared of what he can do if you know, we were really hoping the merge was going to, I was really hoping that we were going to merge before we had to go to another immunity challenge. That was really disappointing to our whole tribe that we had to vote out Dion. But, um, but yeah, he was, he was a huge uh, threat. So that's definitely the Dion vote out. Um, I also wanted to note that during one of the challenges, we had to put this puzzle together and it has all these words on it. And it turns out to be a clue to a hidden immunity idol. And somewhere in the clue, it says something about under the table. So from that point on, we knew that there's something under the table somewhere. And so every challenge, I am finding the most stupid excuses to find myself under a table. So um, <laughs> like when we go to, uh, like I remember um, the one of my favorite memory of challenges, there's this challenge where we had this four block puzzles. Um, what's it called? Tower of Hanoi. Is that what that? No, that's that's a different puzzle. What's this? What's the four block puzzle called? Don't the cube? be puzzled. What's it called? Don't be puzzled. Yeah, we called it "Don't be puzzled." It okay. was the ones where you had to not have the same images on each side, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever that puzzle is, um, I was the person who had to be blindfolded for that challenge, where I have to move the blocks around where my other tribe mates are telling me, um. Uh, telling me how to move the blocks but when i took my hat off to put the blindfold on i tossed that hat under the table <laughs> like i'm like because when the challenge is over i'm gonna go under that table to get my hat and i'm gonna be you know like so i was finding every excuse to go under a table but and um, Hannah, that was the first time i got a glimpse of you as a player. Oh yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get on at the beginning. I was tending to my air conditioning system, which broke. Oh, but no. anyway, um, there was kind of like this theme that was going on on the early vote outs. Like we were talking about, there was a bunch of no offense to the people involved, but there was a bunch of easier votes yeah. Yeah. that happened early. And then you had some Alliance based votes. And so there was a lot of you that I really didn't, I wasn't sure where you were, mm-hmm. but, when we put that clue in about the table, of course, we're, we didn't make it the very next challenge. We wanted some <laughs> other table challenges in between. And I was wondering who is going to be the person that's going to be looking under tables. And I was like, whoa, it's Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> who would have known? It's that, that random girl. that's gonna- <laughs> yeah, that, that was my first insight into you as a player, as opposed to be one of the people just driving the narrative behind the scenes. Oh, that's funny that you noticed that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, inconspicuous, but I guess well, I wasn't. Yeah, most people probably didn't, but those yeah. of us that knew the clue was out there knew where to look. So <laughs> I wish I would have kept on, you know, remi- remembering, you know, for later anyways. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what I had of notes from those challenges before the merge. Um, well, I will just say, you know, speaking of that challenge where I'm blindfolded and solving the puzzle um that was that was like a live or die challenge not for me like i don't i'm pretty sure i wouldn't have been out i think it would have been courtney um 
I'm pretty sure um, it would either be me or Courtney, honestly. Um, I think that Justin would have kind of wanted me to be out, but Katie would have wanted Courtney. So that would have been a thing. Who knows? Who knows? Um, But winning that challenge is one of my favorite memories. We won. We were ecstatic. We were jumping. We were screaming. Um, It was it was a great, a great win. Got to say, because we knew that we were going into the merge with a majority and as boring and as annoying as that is, that was, you know, for us, that's safety, of, yeah. you know, knowing that we were doing that. Yeah, there's when never you, a um, not, to jump, not to jump ahead, too John. far ahead of you, but um, once you vote out Dion and you're looking at that group that you've got left and, and Justin's the last of the guys, you know, you're getting to merge. W- was there any sense yet? of Justin's double agency or was he still playing that pretty close to the vest at that point? That's a good question of, did I know Justin was playing double agent? I think, see, I cannot tell you for sure. Like, Oh yeah, I knew the whole time I, in my, I have been able to see my final confessional, um you know perk of being on video team is i got some footage from my season um but i was able to watch my final confessional and i say it in my final confessional justin is in the middle of two of two of our two little duos you know he wants to be the middle person um so i was aware of the it um that that night yeah do you Um, remember like where where did the where did that information come from like when did you first realize that when I, I cannot tell you when I first realized it. I like to think that I'm like an observant person or maybe I just was able to, you know, put two and two together. Like Justin is sitting pretty. He knows he's sitting pretty. Um, Literally, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I, I without, you know, I don't want to make myself seem like I'm like way smarter than I am, but I, I pretty much knew, you know, that he. He, he felt in control. He felt like he had both, you know, in the middle of the of the group, I would say. Yeah, this is one where the uh, the field producers came back. And of course, they knew it because mm-hmm. it was coming out of the confessionals. And so I kept waiting to see how long is this going to last? And like, so every tribal, I'm waiting for the Justin vote to happen, <laughs> you know, and it's like, huh, not happening. I wonder if they're smarter than he is and they're just bringing him along or like it was, it was fun for us to see how it actually played out. Yeah. And um, I mean, kind of to just kind of hint at what we're going to talk about later is that I was willing to get out Justin like anytime at the merge. I was, uh, I mean, he's probably, you know, the whole merge. I'm like, all right, so when's the move against Justin? All right. So if I'm going to flip, it's going to be to get out Justin. That's that was my whole my whole merge thing, because I was not going to be a Laurel no matter what I did. I was not going to be a Laurel. <laughs> um, I do want to say so. Uh, so the next thing that happens is the merge. And um, and so while the other tribe is at the final tribal council with their tribe, we are in our holding area just waiting and we come up with. A, I mean, this is, you know, Justin being Boston Rob. We come up with a buddy system of like, we are each going to take a person from the other tribe that we're going to talk to and we're going to make them feel good about, you know, maybe give them like a, um, 
make them, you know, strategize with them a bit. But we're all we had decided at the point that we were going to vote for Des because the obvious vote at the merge would be to go for Bryce. And, you know, if, if there's going to be an idol played, we don't think that th- that they would think we would vote for Des. And the reason, you know, we think of Des is Des had also come out as a threat throughout the throughout the immunity challenges through watching the night tribal the night before. Even though she wasn't super vocal, I noticed that and I said this to the tribe afterwards. I'm like, didn't could you guys tell that it was all revolving around Des? Like everybody would be like looking at Des and she would just like give people nods or like or shake her head like she was she was running that tribe in my opinion maybe people would disagree with me but from my perspective watching night tribal i could tell that it very much centered around des so i you know here i was i loved my ago people and here i am <laughs> voting all of them out because i'm so threatened by them so <laughs> um so we had agreed that our vote was going to be des we were going to do a buddy system where we before the next tribal council um anyways so <laughs> were you surprised that you got the rest of the votes on that first tribal oh well i mean okay so let's talk about uh the first tribal so we have merge we had like a brief time back at camp where we got lemonade that we got to all share and we all sat in a circle and introduced ourselves and you know, said a fun fact or whatever. I completely regret doing that. So any future players that are listening, teaching time with Hannah, I regret not taking that merge time that we had back at camp to just use that time wisely. We just wasted it by just talking in a circle. And especially for the people that were in the minority, they really needed to work their butts off to get you know something to happen right and we should have we should have been pairing off more we should have but you never you don't want to be you don't want to stick out for strategizing right but um anyway so just like i can't believe we just sat in a circle and talked for an hour when we could have you know there's you don't have much time in survival challenge so um okay so then our first challenge that was the trivia challenge before the tribal and i just wanted to say I am good. I'm really good at survivor trivia, but John, that trivia challenge was so confusing. <laughs> I was, I was lightheaded. I was not paying attention to the rules. <laughs> um, I was thrown off by the whole process. And when I say I was lightheaded, like I was so lightheaded. I was, you know, it was a long day and, and you're elated from, um, from merging and then you get thrown into survivor trivia and like you have to pick the category that you want to answer. But then I like forgot that if you don't answer it right, you lose the points. So really what the strategy was is you should kind of go for those lower valued points so that you get the easy question. So you guarantee you get the answer. Anyways, it was a lot. Easy John. to think of with a clear head, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps too much lemonade. Yeah, too much. Yeah. So I'm I'm sad I couldn't win that one, but whatever. Uh, I want to also shout out um, Mike K, Mike Kimura, <laughs> who was one of our tribe handlers. And I'm so bossy. I told him, I was like, Mike, you need to tell me to drink water, okay? And he's like, okay. So every every um, time we had a break, he was like, Hannah, drink your water. I was like, thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so so now I'll jump into the the first merge vote. Um, so at some point leading up to this merge vote, you know, we have our buddy. We're all walking with someone, all right. And I do not remember what I say, but I think I might have said something to Des. I might have said I do not remember, but I might have said something like, "Oh yeah, we we're we're like buddying up with." <laughs> We're like buddying up with everybody or something like we have a buddy. We we picked a buddy to walk with or I might have said something telling her what we were doing. And so that was a bad move. Um, so we go into tribal and it's pretty intense. So even though the votes of our merge um, of, you know, leading up to the end game, the votes are pretty boring. It's a pagonging. But the tribal councils were pretty fun, I got to say. I, I've gone back. I watched this tribal. It was not fun for me to watch again, but I, it's pretty intense. So I'm sure it's, it'll make good TV. But, um, but it's really intense. You know, people are saying, you know, the, the, the minority alliance is saying um, you guys aren't willing to be, you know, open. And, you know, Justin had just... Um, done his work with Bryce. He, this starts the whole process of Justin is playing Bryce and he's making Bryce think that he's on the outs of the girls Alliance, that he's going to work with Bryce. He needs to, he needs to flip. And that's what he does. The whole merge is he's always just holding Bryce, you know, just stringing him along and making him think he's going to flip. Um, and then, you know, and then random, you know, it's the tribal council questions and answers are almost over. And then Des says, like, can I say something, John? Can I say something? You're like, sure. And she goes, Hannah is running the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I still remember, like, if you're an Arrested Development fan, um, you know, the quote her. Like, I just remember thinking, like, me? her Who? like what where did that come from that's like no 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 um so that was a complete shock like what is she saying why is she throwing me under the bus like that um so that's why i wasn't surprised when i got votes um because of that um it wasn't solely you but she wasn't really wrong either right like if she would have said hannah's part of a small group of people running the show mm -hmm. she would have actually been correct Mm-hmm. So it just got a little spotlighted on you, but <laughs> Yeah. Like and I I would like to uh put all of my blame on Des for losing this game. <laughs> 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 because from that point on, I mean, I don't know if uh, John, I don't know if this is right, but like I feel like every tribal, it just got brought up every time. Yeah. Like Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. And mm -hmm. I think I would have been fine if there wasn't that spotlight put on me. I don't think I would have been coming up as much. Like, I think that I was doing fine, but um, it just snowballed to the point that like, oh, Hannah's a big threat. We have to get Hannah out. Like, I don't know if that naturally would have happened or if Des starting it um, just snowballed into yeah, me being a big threat. Like, I... Mm -hmm. We talked about this same phenomenon in season seven too. Like, Every tribal council after that, you got votes. And 
it's like once your name's out there, it's hard to get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if there's no truth to it, it doesn't even matter at that point. Like you, you have to do damage control on something you didn't even break. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so, you know, from that point on, I'm trying to do damage control after that tribal. I, I mean, well, that tribal, you know, Des play plays her idol on Bryce. Um, in incorrectly, Des gets voted out. Oh, I do want to note that I was under the assumption that 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 it was a fake idol that she had. So when my alliance is planning, like you know, you know, if an idol gets played, we got to make sure they're not it's not played correctly. Like you know, that's why we're going to vote for Des and not for Bryce, so they don't play an idol and. I'm not telling my alliance that like, well, they do have an idol, but it's, I know it's fake because Des on Augo, you know, three days ago had told us that she had, that she got a fake idol. Like it's fake. And so when they play that idol and it's real, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that was a real idol. Um, so I just wanted to say that like, Oh, my bad. I thought that was a fake. Um, <laughs> um and I do want to, yeah. So yeah. So speaking of me getting votes every um every vote le- from then on, I counted up how many votes I got. I got 13 votes cast against me in the merge. And I looked up like survivor stats for that and that's pretty good, you know, uh c- compared to survivor. Like I'm I'm in the league of some uh some legends like Cochrane got 13 votes in one season. Um I forget who else, but I remember Cochrane because I'm a, I'm a Cochrane fan, so the only difference would be that he won, but that's just okay, a little detail, know. right? <laughs> Not well. He didn't win that season that he got all those votes, right? <laughs> I don't. That was just a little dig at you, Hannah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, let me know if you're not ready to get to this yet. But I'm just so excited to get to the 19th Tribal Council. I know, right? Goes out. Well, I'll just get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that this is a point of like my podcast where i wanted to talk about when you want someone to flip Mm. okay so that was i'm sure with production you guys could probably confirm were you guys just waiting for someone to flip yeah was it like who's gonna flip can someone please do something big waiting for yeah i was i was waiting for and and largely i thought it was the women were gonna finally turn and vote justin out that was the thing Mm -hmm. i was waiting which and which yeah, it so, finally did mm-hmm. happen, but we were waiting for it three votes before that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so Des gets out that tribal. We have a reward challenge that Bryce wins and he brings Kathy. And then they need to pick a third person to bring. And we're doing that. I'm doing that thing where, you know, the teacher is going to call on someone. And so you avoid eye contact because you don't want to be called on. <laughs> and, um, and you think they're going to pick Rachel because she's the other person who's on the out. And then they picked me to come on reward. And I was like, oh, no, let's just make the target bigger on me. Of course, they pick me to go on reward. And so my goal for this, for going on reward with Kathy and Bryce, you know, we got to um, grab a shower. We got to sit down and eat dinner together. Bryce gets an advantage. Um. Well, I'm just like remembering this uh, event. So, <laughs> so Bryce, we let him get a shower first because um, 
because he won the challenge. All right. So I'm waiting a bit away. Kathy goes because he's like, wait, Kathy, how does the faucet work? So Kathy goes to like show him how it works or, or help him. And when she does that, he tells her the advantage that he won as well. And he had won an extra vote. He says, don't tell anyone. All right. She comes straight over to me and she goes, <laughs> she goes, okay, Hannah, he got a double vote. <laughs> she tells me right away. She goes, he told me not to tell anybody, but I'm telling you because she knows that her only hope to like, you know, she needs someone to flip. She needs someone on her side. So I spent that reward challenge, um, that reward with them. Um, you know, I just was really upfront with them of like, hey, I am totally willing to hear out what we can do. Like, let's figure out how we're going to make this happen. Like how, like I, cause I love a big move. Like I want to flip, I want to have fun, you know, but I also want to win. We got to, you know, I'm there to win. So I was like, okay, so how can I flip and, and still win? Right. So, so I tell them, I want to flip and get out Justin. That's what I want to happen. But if I'm going to flip, I need to know that I'm not on the bottom of your alliance. So, so that's my big thing, right? So I'm being very honest with them. And I said to them, I said, there is one person that I want to flip with me from my alliance. I did not tell them it was Katie. That's, but that's what I'm thinking in my head. It's like, I want it to be Katie. I want, cause that's my girl, right? I want her to flip with me to take out Justin and to make this move. So I told them, I said, there's one person that I want to come with me. So I'm not like the sole person on the bottom. Like, how do you guarantee that I'm not going to be voted out next for flipping? Right. So, so I say, when we go back to camp, I'm going to talk to this person that I'm thinking of and I'm going to see if they'll flip with me. And that's, that's all I can promise you right now that I'm going to talk to them. Um, so me, can I, can yeah, I rewind you one second though. Did 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 they pick you thinking that based on that first vote that you were on the bottom and perhaps the most likely to swap to flip? Because you haven't mentioned them when you're talking about all your connections. It wasn't Bryce and Kathy on your list. So what did he say to you why they picked you? Um so I had a connection with Kathy from Augo and then um you you know me. I just connect with everyone, right? So I um during whatever time we had during the merge and during leading up to tribal, after tribal, while we're waiting for reward challenge, blah, blah, blah. Like I had had a good I don't remember what I said. I don't remember anything about it, but I do remember that I had had a like honest conversation with Bryce about like, Hey, even though that just happened, like I am open to talking with you and like, I'm open to like working together. And it was very genuine um, conversation. And I think that that was the tipping point of why they picked me that, that Kathy had that connection and Bryce, we had had a moment together that would make him think, okay, I think there's an open door with Hannah. I was trying to give him credit for noting that you had just gotten four votes and thinking that maybe you're vulnerable and you would be the one person that might flip. Oh, totally. 
I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> who else just votes for someone at tribal and then like, hey, do you want to come work with me? Yes. So <laughs> speaking of, okay, so like I said, I get 13 votes cast against me in merge. They vote for me every single tribal and they still are wanting me to work with them. So we come back from reward, me, Bryce and Kathy, and I have, you know, in my mind about what I'm going to do to get this flip to happen. And then I hear from all my people left at camp. They're like, oh, yeah, the whole time you were gone, Rachel was trying to get us, you know, telling us that we need to vote for you. I'm like, great, great. The whole time I'm gone, it's all about vote out Hannah. Thanks, Rachel. So so here I am. If we're thinking about the next vote. The next vote is in the morning and. I either vote for this girl who had been throwing out my name the whole time I've been gone and has been telling people to vote for me. Or I vote for the guy who told me that she was coming for me. <laughs> so it's it's so so it's when you're trying to get someone to flip to your side, how about you don't target them, right? Like, how about you try to make them feel comfortable? Um, anyways, okay, so that night I so here's the thing. Okay, so this is a little gamer thing I did. Um so I'm, you know, my goal is to target Justin if I'm going to flip. But the first thing I do when I get back is I know that Justin is paranoid. I know that he's probably freaking out. Um, he's got Boston Rob qualities where he wants to be in control and know everything, right? So in a loving way, I say that in a loving way, Justin. Um, so the first thing I do is I go get water with Justin. And I say to him, and I say to him, and I had planned this on my uh way oh my gosh i just remembered when kathy and bryce were talking at reward i while i was just sitting by myself i had a tribe handler jordan who was sitting by me and i was like jordan am i allowed to just like talk out loud to you all my thoughts and you just listen to me she was like sure so i just spilled all my like what my next moves were going to be what i was thinking to her she should have been videotaping it she should have made it a confessional um but i just spilled everything i was thinking so this was my plan coming back from reward i go get water with justin and i say okay justin they really want me to flip and they want you to flip too with us so that all of us will vote together but i really wanted to see what you thought and he was like, no, 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 we cannot do that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, we definitely can't do that. <laughs> um, no way. So like I totally made up that they wanted him to flip with us, you know, right? Make him feel comfortable. Okay. So what my real conversation is later with Katie about like, Katie, are we going to do this? So I do not remember the conversation exactly. I do remember, you know, it's in the middle of the pitch black in the woods. We're, we're aside talking. And I say to her, you know, I would really want to do this so we could vote out Justin and we can, um, you know, I think we'll still be good with Courtney and Maria. Like we could still work with them. And, you know, but then we took out a big threat and that kind of conversation. But Katie said no. You know, Katie said no. Um, I think we need to stick with what we've got. And so, uh, so you know, that leaves me be by myself a you know, figuring out if I'm going to do it. And, you know, looking back, I think that was the right call for Katie. I think that that was, she was in a really good spot. Um, and I think that I feel like that was a good call for her. Um, so here I am, um, 
like still trying to figure out if I'm going to do this. So I then I talk with Kathy and I follow up with Kathy about. All right. So my person is not in. I tell I then reveal to her it's actually, you know, Katie. Katie is the one I want to flip and she and she doesn't want to. So. Here I am, you know, it's middle of the night. I'm talking with Kathy and it's like. Um, all right, let's plan out how this is, how the merge is going to work because I want to get to the end with Kathy. I love Kathy. I think I can beat Kathy. Um, even though she's just come from an underdog status, um, I just really connect and, you know, we're still good friends to this day too. So love her. I want to, I want to, I do not want to vote out Kathy. So I'm ready to strategize and figure out how we're going to make this happen. I said, okay, if it's just me that flips and Bryce plays his extra vote, so that we have the majority. Um, I said, Kathy, what happens next? So, all right, so we vote out this person, all right? I don't remember who it was. And so I was like, all right, then what happens? And so we talk about what happens next. And then I said, and, and then I think we got to like final five or final four. And I was like, okay, so then what do we do? And, you know, here I am. I'm, I need to hear from her that I have a way to the end, right? I need to hear from her that I'm not going to be voted out for being on the bottom, for being a threat, blah, blah, blah. And she says, I like, she says, I can't think farther than that. My brain is so fried right now. And I go, okay, sounds good. But I, I did not have the assurance that I had a path, right? So, so that was where I feel like the flame got extinguished. It's just like, all right, that's it. And I think I can't remember correctly, but I think we had said like, okay, you know what? Let's talk later tonight. You know, let's, let's, let's meet up again later tonight and talk. And I, I think I stood her up. I ghosted her. I, uh, I didn't show up to talk again. Uh, maybe I should have, uh, maybe I was just delusional, but, um, but yeah, so I did not have the, the comfort that I was going to make it any bit farther. I didn't have someone to flip with me. Um, yeah, so I just talked a, a whole bunch. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Sorry, I just like rambled. <laughs> cool. Well, let's get into the part where it actually happens. Uh, and I think the the craziest part is, um, despite all this planning of like when to pull the trigger on this, what us production knows that you guys don't know is that Justin has an idol mm -hmm. um, and that he we got under the table. <laughs> yeah. Of all things. Right. Um, so we're just thinking the, the longer you guys wait to pull the trigger on this, the more likely Justin's able to play the idol correctly. And we get to this point where it's literally just you five. And it's just like, wow. The the really like this is really how it's gonna go down. They're they're gonna finally pull the trigger on getting out Justin because it makes sense. You know the four girls will stay strong and take out the one guy who's obviously controlling everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin will play his idol, and who knows what will happen after that. Um, and then I remember and being in the voting booth, um, hearing, uh, like all the girls come up and I remember you coming up Hannah specifically because mm -hmm. you gave a great voting <laughs> confessional. And I was just like, man, Hannah's playing such a good game right now. It sucks that it's about to be ruined. And then, then Justin comes in and like, 
it wasn't like he never i can't remember if he said straight up if he was going to play the idol or not but i think we came out of that like it wait is justin thinking about not playing it like we we were just like oh justin's got this this is great and then we're just like wait does he have this uh (laughs) so because it's like he never said he wasn't playing the idol to my knowledge but he definitely didn't say he was playing it at the same time so it's like does he not does he not know you know we just saw like it's easy for us right in the voting booth we see the girls come back to back to back to back talking about how they're taking down justin the gig is up it's over it just is like i got all the girls wrapped around my finger finger. they have no idea what's about to happen and it's like right because the idol right it is and it's just like obviously we didn't say that but like that's what we're thinking right it's like mm-hmm. you're gonna get them because you're gonna play the idol right justin well speaking of the voting confessionals i gotta say that there is some beautiful irony in the voting confessionals because during tribal councils somehow the theme of it's the hannah show got gets brought up in tribal councils blah 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 i don't even know why Someone, I think Justin, you know, when he's trying to pretend like he's against me, he says, I'm sick of the Hannah show at tribal council. And so for these for this voting confessional, I go up and I'm voting for Justin. I said, we all know it's been the Justin show. And now I need it to really be the Hannah show. And I vote. Justin comes up for his voting confessional and he says, it's been the Hannah show and the Hannah show is over and he votes. <laughs> so I just, I cannot wait for that. You know, if that gets made into an episode one day, I can't wait for those voting confessionals, especially with what happens next. <laughs> yeah. This was one of my more difficult memories of hosting because as I said, we were all waiting for this vote. And then I go back and I look at the tally and I see what it is. And I know he's got the idol. And I have to do the straight face thing again, you know, mm-hmm. where you can't give any indication of, you know, everything inside of you is about to say, you're about to get hit with an avalanche. I can't believe you're not seeing it, <laughs> you know, and you like, do I ask a question about idols? Do I not even bring it up? And uh, this one I remember so vividly, most of them all just get lumped together, especially this late in the game. But I remember this one like it was yesterday. <laughs> Good, good times, right? So, so we vote out Justin. I feel like I had been, it's not just me. I cannot say that. I can't say it's like, oh, my move, which I did in my exit interview. I was like, this was my move. But, you know, I'd been planting the seeds with all the girls, like with our girls alliance. Like, we got to get Justin out, right? You know, I was really scared to talk to Maria about it because Maria and Justin were really close. And I like brought it up to Maria, like, you know, the day, the night before, or maybe that morning of like, I mean, you're willing to get out Justin, right? Are you cool with that? Um, And so when uh, he doesn't play his idol, he thinks it's going to be me. He gets voted out and he pulls his idol out and says, I had an idol. And apparently he was planning on holding on to it to have at final tribal council to show the jury that he was playing so well that he didn't have to use his idol. Um, I do. Oh. I do want to note something though, that it was actually <laughs> a bad move for me to vote out Justin. In my opinion, I, like I said, Ghost Island was before this. I was all about don't be a Laurel, don't be a Laurel. But what I really needed to do is I needed to be a Wendell. <laughs> I needed to be a Wendell in a Dom situation, 
sometimes it's okay to go to the end with someone who who would be seen as a big threat. Maybe you're not sure that you would like you might have a good chance of winning, but you're not sure that you would win unanimously or something because I vote out Justin. But what I needed to do is I needed to have Justin in still. And if I ended up at the end with him, so be it. Like, I feel like I had a good case. Now, in the game, I didn't realize how good of a case I had. Um, But afterwards, you know, me, Justin and Katie have all talked about like, you know, we had such a core alliance, but we were willing to all turn on each other at the end when really we should have we should have lasted to the end together and fought it out. Wendell and Dom style at final tribal council. I think the jury would have been bitter with Justin for being, he was a villain, you know, he was villains have more fun, you know, he was a villain of our cast. And I think the jury would have been bitter. I had had such great conversations with people from a, from another Alliance from the minority Alliance at the merge. Like, I think that I would have been able to, um, I think I would have been able to pull it out, pull out the wind, but pull out the win. But I was so <laughs> tunnel vision on getting Justin out. You know, did you did you have a chance? I've asked this question and I know it's hard because the game running so fast. Did you at any point look over at the jury and start counting how many Hannah votes are there? No, not one a no. bit until, well, I mean. Because that would have really, really informed you here, right? If you had that number in the back of your head, like, hey, I don't care where Justin is. I'm looking pretty good at this. Point. Well, okay. So I, not until, um, so sad, the final night of confessionals, they asked me how I, you know, about jury votes. And I was like, oh crap, I have not even thought about the jury, but we didn't have like a jury yet, but I hadn't thought about who would vote for me. But looking at the jury, I knew Des hated me. I knew Rachel hated me. So I knew I had two votes, but I think, you know, they might've voted for me, honestly, against Justin, but, um, or even Katie, I just, you know, I had this thought of like, oh, they don't like me. (laughs) That's not going to (laughs) work. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So after this, unfortunately, this is, this is where your journey ends. And I think that, do you think that that is one of the reasons why you look at keeping Justin in is because you went right after. So if you kept Justin in, you know, just enough to get you to the end that you need, cause you know, there's like bringing Justin to the end, but Justin also could have been the buffer. Right. Could have saved you those just two more tribal councils to get to the end. Right. And, but it's, yeah. So. So this is a reason why Maria got my winning vote. She made me feel so comfortable that I was going to be in a final three with her and Katie. We had a teacher's alliance. Um, I I knew I was going to make it to three. Um, She made me feel really good about that. And she also made Justin feel extremely comfortable. She played Justin at that, you know, during his vote out, like, he felt, you know, he didn't think that she would ever turn on him and she played him. And um, so, yeah, so it's it's my vote out. And one of my big regrets is that I didn't fight harder to not get voted out. I just it's like so weird. Like, why did I put myself in a position where if I didn't win a challenge, I'd be voted out? I just I guess I didn't realize that I was going to be voted out anyways. Until it was there. Did you yeah. have did you have the sway at the Justin vote to swing it a different direction? Well, um 
Because it ended up with four Justin votes, right? So could have you moved it off of him without the target on you for the next vote anyway? I I could have. Was I dead set on voting out Justin? Completely, I was completely ready to vote out Justin. Right. I'm as saying, move. Like, yeah. Let, let me if you could eliminate that fact from your memory bank that you won him out. Okay. Okay. Right? <laughs> could could you have swayed the other votes enough to change it from him? I would like to think I could. I don't want to say that I had all the agency by any means. Um. Mm-hmm. I think who, who, who would it have been? I would have voted out Courtney because okay. I wanted me, Katie and Maria to be in the three together. Okay. Final three. Um, so that so, could have changed everything. Then, yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't so, yeah. Hardcore about getting out the biggest threat when look who the next biggest threat was. It was me. And then like, we're in the tribal council holding area. And we're doing our little speed dating thing where we kind of go around. We get to talk with everybody. And Katie comes up to me with these big puppy dog eyes. And I could totally just read her face. And I just said, like, I'm like, it's me, isn't it? It's okay. And she started crying. And because I had because because I. Well, choking up. She wasn't like bawling, but like she started choking up and she had to walk away because I was just like it's me, isn't it? And she just had to walk away because she knew that she was going to do it and it wasn't going to be fun. So it feels nice to have someone cry when they're voting you out. So that's, that's, that's a good feeling. <laughs> I guess, I guess if you're looking for a silver lining. There's yeah. One. <laughs> yep. So I do, I, I, I regret not fighting for myself. I just kind of, but let, let's can we play this game a yeah, little bit? Yeah. Let's, so you you swing the vote, and instead of Justin going at that spot, it's Courtney. Mm-hmm. So now you go to the next challenge, and let, let's assume Justin wins immunity there. Wow. Now what <laughs> happens? <laughs> Man, how loyal is am it, I? The Katie. Is it, it's you, Maria, and and uh, Katie, right? Mm-hmm. So what? Well, how does that break up? They all vote me out, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like freaking so dead maybe, has so put the, the hit out on me. Maybe it doesn't end differently anyway. Okay. If that makes you feel better. Yeah, that makes me feel better. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. I like. I asked Andy Baker. I asked him uh, twenty during the twenty nineteen uh, season. I said, "I'm like Andy." What could I have done? What did I, where did I mess up? What was my, what was my mistake playing survival challenge? And he was like, you, ju- you were too big of a threat at the end. And I'm like, is it, it's really because of Desiree, isn't it? You know, it just really just sparked from that first vote. It just kept on. Yeah. Yeah. You may not have been able to shake that. Even if you got through the vote that you ultimately got voted out on. And even if you still had Justin in, like mm-hmm. it, this is no way of knowing this in hindsight, but if, you know, if somebody wins immunity and it's not you, there's a pretty decent chance you're still the target, right? That's Based a, yeah. on all the things we've already said. Yeah, that's a good point. I had no hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yep, I, I get out and, um, uh, yeah. 
it was it was fun. I really enjoyed my exit interview with Andy. That was really, really sweet because I just, you know, you're just in game mode and then you're answering Andy's exit interview questions about the game. And then he asks, so what has this experience meant for you? And I just like immediately like have tears come to my eye and I'm not like a crier at all, but it just like, just it like hit me. Like, I can't believe I made final four when I was ready to be pre-merch. I was ready to be first one out. I had no self-confidence whatsoever. And to make it to final four out of 24 was such like, it just all hit me at once. And it was so, it's so cool. And, um, to look back on that and it, yeah. So, um, any other questions about like final tribal or final, whatever. You had, had you already made up your mind on Maria or did something get said at the final tribal that, that swayed you? Oh yeah. I had no idea who I was going to vote for. Um, just like everybody else, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no idea who to vote for. Um, and not that it's just like, neither of them like stood out to me as like, does like one or the other, like, wow, they played much better than the other person. Cause I got to see Maria's game really closely. I was with right. her the whole time. I mean, most of the game and what swayed me in the end was when, when um, I think I can't, I haven't gone back to watch it, but like something about answering how she played Justin and how she played me when if something about like making them feel us feel really good about her, that she's got us and then realizing how much I got duped by her and, um, and realizing like, yeah, she, like she was, uh, she played me really good. And, and, and before I went to go vote, I think I turned to Katie and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to vote for. Or like, I don't know like how to make this choice. And she was like, you really just need to vote with your gut about who you think deserves your vote. So, so that's what it came down to for me. Um, and I like, I'm, I'm honored to give, to have voted for Maria. I think that as the episodes come out more and confessionals come out more from our season, I think we'll see more of her game. I don't think she, I don't think she played that you know, a game to not get any winning votes for sure. Like, I think she, I'm I'm glad to have given her my vote. It, it reminds me a little bit of what we heard Gracie saying about Louie in season seven, right? Like if you got to sit close and watch his game, right? she was completely convinced that he was deserving of the win. And you probably saw that in Maria that a lot of other people didn't get to see, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And uh, I'm, I'm so uh, proud of Courtney being the winner of our season two. Like her story is amazing. Her game was great. And I'm, and I'm like very honored to have been in an alliance with her that, that she was the winner of our season. And, uh, and she's such a, a BA. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, kind of like capping everything off, you know, um, something I just kind of like, would bring up i love your take on right is that you said like one of your regrets is just kind of not looking at the potential of using justin to your advantage even though it, yeah, at the time it made sense to like flip on them and kind of just getting stuck in that mindset of not being a laurel uh i think <laughs> that the, the the main strategy that you should always be using in any survivor game is adaptability mm -hmm. you know 
Um, and I think a lot of people fall into the trap of, I have to do this. I just have to do this. I can't not do this. And so many people end up regretting that because the only thing you think about afterwards is the what ifs, you know, and the, well, what if I did that? You know, what does happen, you know, or I should have done that, you know? So, um, yeah, what, what's your like final pieces of advice looking back on your game to give to our future players? Right. Um, so like my final thoughts, like first off, I just want to like say, like thinking of the game as a whole, I just really want to thank all of production for making this game happen. Like I had no idea what I was signing up for. I had no idea how much it would really change me. I, I came back from survival challenge and, you know, did a lot of, you know, reflection, whatever, you know, self-help stuff, whatever. And my friends, my close friends said that I honestly said that I came back a different person. I came back with so much more self-confidence um, I did not realize how much negative self-talk I had every time that John would be uh, <laughs> giving the instructions for a challenge. I did not realize this, but I was subconsciously in my head going, oh, I can't do this. Oh, no, 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 nope, <laughs> nope, not, nope, I'm not going to get this. Like <laughs> every time. So I like realized that I had this really bad negative self-talk. So I, I definitely worked on positive self-talk um, and I had so much more confidence. I actually like realized this is sorry, this is deep, but I'll just say it really quick. But like I came back from survival challenge, realizing that I had manipulative relationships in my life that I needed to like cut off, which is so crazy. But like being in a game of deception and manip manipulation helped me realize in real life things I needed to uh, get rid of, which is so funny. Um, so anyway, so if I were to, so it really was a life changing week for me. Um, and not to mention like these great friendships that have come out of it. Like, like friends like that, you know, lifelong friendships that I did not know that I needed. And I'm so glad I have. Um, and if I were to give advice to, uh, you know, future players, um, I think I'll say, I'll, I'll say something that uh, Gracie has said before she said that she came into the game just wanting to play so hard. Like, don't play safe. You know, you want to win. You want to play smart. And you want to, you know, you want to do what's best survivor strategy to win. But like, if you see something in front of you that would be really fun to do to, you know, a, a survivor thing you've always wanted to do. If you see an idol in like that would be obvious for you to go get that idol in front of everybody and you might get voted out like, you know what? Just go for it. Just just try it. Like do this is not for a million dollars. This is a fun survivor experience that you get to, you know, you get to claim that you had an idol and you had to, you know, uh, play in a way that got yourself out of the limelight, you know, all that jazz. So that's my advice is to, is to have fun with it. Um, and, you know, don't be a Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Laurel. I feel so bad. <laughs> At the sake uh, of embarrassing Hannah, I need to say this. Uh, like I said, I didn't see much of Hannah's game because it was happening in a really cool behind the scenes place other than sneaking under tables. <laughs> um, but since then, obviously working with us in production in season seven and now part of the interior team for production for season eight, um, 
what a what a great giving fun person who is just a wonderful member of the team and it's just one more in a long ongoing story of all of us because of this crazy tv show got to meet each other and do stuff that's really fun and meaningful mm -hmm. and hannah's been a premier example of that yes thank you for saying that and i totally agree <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And I'm so happy that we're coming back this year as you know, there's a lot of people that I only get to see, you know, at this event. So couldn't be more excited. We have a lot of uh, alumni coming back to, to to meet with old friends and make new ones and just have the survival challenge experience once again, because, hey, even if you're not playing, being there in the atmosphere is also just as good. Um, so, yeah. Um, everyone, you know, that's listening, get hype because we're just a month uh, or so away from our season eight debut, which you can find live on Facebook at our Facebook page, Survival Challenge. And uh, if you're yeah. uh, if you're listening this far and you're going to be one of the players, definitely say hi to me. If I'm doing your confessional on the video <laughs> team, say something. Um, don't <laughs> don't be like uh angela from last season who was like oh you're hannah you're the one who cried when you voted out kathy like <laughs> yeah uh, yep that's me hi oh no are people gonna say that to me like oh you're the people you're you're the guy who cried about voting out donna like oh, no. <laughs> oh there's there's a lot to say about you william don't worry they'll, they'll oh, say gosh. they'll say plenty <laughs> cool well that's all we got for today thanks for listening Bye. <laughs>